Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Man, I wish we could tune a piano. Yeah, I, yeah, I think... <laughs> you know how much it costs to get a piano tune? It's... There's a lot of strings. Of, you know, I would estimate... Let's just say you knew a guy. Yeah. Like, no, take that out, dude. Like, base level, like, you know a guy, but you're not friends, and he has a business. Mm-hmm. Let's just say you're a church. Yeah. $800? For, it depends on how many pianos you got, yeah. Probably. I mean, am I baseline, or am I way off? I mean, it's it's close. Or per piano, the guy, only guy I know that does it in Lamar County, he charges $300 a piano. And it takes him like 15 minutes. Now, that's on pianos, though, that have been tuned, have been kept in tune. It's not nothing like what we got in, in the living room. Yeah. There. It's been sitting for a long time. But, yeah, $300. All these churches around here, don't, don't a lot of them use like a traditional piano anymore, but most of them have keyboards. Oh, we'll, we'll get into that. But that needs to be something. That's a, that's going to be one of them trades that like only one person does that you in the whole county. Dude, I was already thinking about this. Is like even with like things going out the window, like – you remember, like, the old trade I had back before I started working with Starville Utilities? Yeah. Like, motors. when I was motor winding and, like, fixing electric motors? Mm-hmm. They make motors so cheap now that it's 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 a better deal just to buy a new one than it is to get it fixed. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's that way with your microwave. It's that way with your toaster oven. It's with all your appliances in your home. And it's like, this is ridiculous. Do you remember, like, back when we were in high school, like, like, you would look like a dingus if, like, <laughs> you know, you were trying to fish, fix your washer. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, back then it was feasible, but now it's like, just go down the lows, dude. You get you one for, like, 300 bucks. Yeah, that's it. That all, you know what that's going to lead to? It's going to lead to more debris on the dirt roads. I can take you to, like, two places with nothing but refrigerators. Can you hand me those headphones out of that side pocket? Uh I'll, uh, I can take you to two or three places right now that's got refrigerators and freezers, microwaves. They're not looking. I think. I, I get think so upset with people over that. Yeah. I think fixing things is a lost trade, honestly. Well, I mean, like, but like what I was saying earlier, it's like, what's the point? Like when you can well, fix yeah, something, yeah. you know, like when you can just go the, you can get you a toaster for fifteen bucks. <laughs> like why, why wow. spend uh you know, an hour, two, three hours trying to figure out what's going on and fix it, right? Yeah. I guess I like trying to learn how to fix things so that one day, in case I can't pay somebody else to do it, I have a good idea. Well, I mean, I don't, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Yeah. And I ain't talking about washers either, but yeah. like with the mindset, with that mindset, try to fix everything, then the, you get to doing the little things and the big things ain't as hard. 
I think there's something too, like you know, just the way that we were raised, like here in Kennedy and just small town Kennedy, where you know, what was your first ride? It was S10. Yeah, and whose was it before you? Oof, bunch of people's. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah, dude. Like, uh, I had a Crown Vic. Yeah. And uh, dude, I remember the windows didn't roll down and the air conditioner didn't work. Mm. And I just remember, like, we would just rig it up for what it, you know, whatever yeah. the night brung. And, like, I wasn't in that ride long. But, and then I went on to that, that Ford Ranger, the green one that kind of sat like this. Yeah, it looked like you was driving crooked going straight. Yeah, <laughs> it was a wild ride. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, just thinking about all that. And, uh, I mean, that's just kind of the, that's just kind of the Kennedy way, right? If it ain't broke, so. don't fix it. But if it's broke, spend a little time with it. Yeah. <laughs> Get it running. Yeah, if it'll make it just from just here enough to there, here to there. That's all you're looking for. Just enough. Well, yeah. dude, let's open up the show. Welcome you to Porch Talk. This is your host Alan, and I am in Kennedy, Alabama. I'm in the homestead, mm. and I've got my best friend here with me. I got Andrew Watkins. Hola. How do it do? Como esta? Besides from catching up, we got quite a bit of things to talk about. It's been a while since we've... It's unbridled and untamed. It is. It's been a while since we've had that. Do you feel unbridled? Do you feel untamed? More than ever. If not now, more than ever. I feel the same. Dude, uh, I want to start in the the sport world with you. All right. So, everyone is... uh, And I don't think that, you know, they're wrong... Uh, I don't. I don't believe it's a passing of hands as quickly as what like the media would say. But have you noticed like there was a trend that started like week two of this college football season that said like Georgia is the new Alabama. I did see a glimpse. And of that. then like you see like okay, Bama barely escapes Texas, mm-hmm. wins by one. Yeah, it's like is this the end of an empire? And then. Georgia have somewhat of a struggle session with Kent State, and it was like, they got the job done. Do yeah. You, you know what I'm yeah. saying? It's just like the projection of it. Mm, well, it's because they hate people. People hate. Yeah. And I, 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 I firmly believe that, man. Like, uh, Honestly, dude, that whole the whole stereotype, stigmatism around, and I won't be specific with, Alabama football because mm. that's who I'm a fan of. I'm speaking yeah. of no other team, but the stigmatism. Let's go deeper than that, real quick. Yeah, why are you a fan of well, see, that's what about, Alabama? That's what I was about to tell you. Like, I asked myself that question this year, and today was the first game I've watched all year. I still haven't watched a replay of. I haven't watched a full game yeah. this season yet. Yeah, and I, I today was the first day that I'd watched one. Like I start, I tuned in me. right after Bryce Young got hurt. Yeah, yeah, and I'm like, what? Yeah, well, let's see. He was the only one I knew, so I was like, you know what? I don't. Why am I getting so mad and upset over this? They don't pay my bills. I didn't even go to school there. That's my point. And then, like, then just being labeled as an Alabama fan is a burden because everybody's like, oh, here you are. Here goes the Alabama fan. Like, Ain't it so like it's, that, it's audacious, isn't yeah, it? Like you, just, you work in Mississippi, mm. and so like at the plant, whatever, and like let's just say Mississippi State, they just beat. Uh, Texas A&M, 42-24. They spanked them. They did good. And so, like, what are you going to say? Like, oh, like, uh, 
you lost Bryce Young and you got to play us in a couple of weeks. We look pretty good against A&M. What do you think, buddy? Yeah. It's like, dude, I'm not an official spokesperson of Alabama. <laughs> yeah. Like, what do you want me to say? What do you? Tell me what you want me to say. Yeah. So walk away, please. Yeah. Because <laughs> I'll like, do it. <laughs> can I say shut up? Yeah. Yeah. Please. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I never understood that tenacity. It was like, um, I'll tell you this. Uh, I watched the the last quarter of the Alabama game when they were playing Texas yeah. at Walk-Ons. In Starkville, at the bar, and it was like split half and half. Yeah, and uh, you know, half people were just like haters, and then like the other half were like Bama fans, yeah. and so uh, push him. Go ahead, go on, Kitty. Uh, and so like Bryce Young would be like hit like after he threw a pass, and like you'd hear like one of the haters be like. I hope he broke his neck. And I'm like, that is somebody's child. Somebody's father one day, possibly. I mean, like, why are you that? That's, why are you that way? And they can't tell you a reason. A lot of people can't. No, they don't. I can't tell you why I get mad about a bunch of stuff in football. Don't make no sense. Well, and and I don't want to get off in a rabbit hole. It's the same way with politics. No doubt. Same way. It's the way you're brought up. Yeah. Where you I vote. Up. I vote Republican because my family's Republican. I vote Democrat because my family's Democrat. I have uh, Trump derangement syndrome, and I let him live free in my head. Yeah, it, it, just all of that. You know, it's like, mm-hmm. dude. Like, imagine if you gave any amount of time to that effect to an actual interest. Mm-hmm. Like, wow, you might could actually do something yeah, with your life. Yeah, I felt the same way about. Uh, me and my wife finished a show, and it was like twelve seasons, twenty episodes a season, and, and twenty and twenty being the minimum. And we finished the whole thing, and I was like, "How long are them episodes a piece? of forty five minutes." And I did the math, and I was like, "My lord, what if I'd have been practicing my guitar, or mm-hmm. doing something else that whole time? I mean, I'd be, you know, Stevie Ray. You never know." <laughs> I won't ever know because I wasted all that time. It's you know, gone like, now. You and I spent a lot of whole, like a lot of time, you know, with the way that social media is now with Instagram on Facebook, and we'll send each other reels of like yeah. just fascinating. Like these are kids, or like just sometimes it's a teenager who is just like a breakaway. Like when it comes mm. to talent, like yes, I hate them guys. You know, because like you and I are like huge fans of like SRV, John Mayer, mm. uh, John Frusciante. Yeah. Like we we have a lot of respect for those type of guitarists, and it's like yeah, these are like. I would never say it's like, I want to be the next John Mayer. No, I would never say that, but I do like, he you is a, see, he's an influence. Inspiration. Inspiration. Yeah. yeah you, you know, would say that. that kind of thing. But then like, you'll send like this reel of this kid who's just ripping it at eight years old. And it's like, makes me want to throw my guitar down. Yeah. It pisses me off too. <laughs> it makes me so mad. It's like, you're not even trying. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I've worked. I put in blood, sweat, and I tears. Mean, I, I think about that like, uh, I mean, think about how well your your daughter's performing, you know? Dude, let me tell you something. I wish my parents would have pushed me at young age. And car, let me tell you something. It's a battle some days to get her to practice. Do you, you, do, you do push? But I make her. I make her. Like, she gets a whooping if she don't practice. Is that real? Yeah. And she if, if she gets mad and she cries, she upsets. And it's really hard for me because I'm a teddy bear and she's got me wrapped. But, That's wild. I, I, I didn't know. Day, I didn't know that you were pushing it. That one way. day, one day She'll she's going to thank me. One day, I because just have like, to make it through. Do that. you believe? Because I'm beginning to believe, like you know, like you, 
when we were coming up and we would hear those stories, and I like personally, I think about JJ Baswell. Mm-hmm. Like you hear like these stories of like people, like especially when we come to like getting married and like when it comes to talking about like you're gonna have kids and all this, it's like now you don't want to push the kids too hard because you'll make them hate the thing that you want them to be involved in. Yeah, I don't believe that. Mm. I don't believe it. It depends on what it is. Like, and when I say I push her, she practices, but I know her limit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I'm not going to, I, you can't get burned out on sports, especially. But, so I mean, I, it's a delicate, it's a delicate line for sure. You know what the difference is? I lean more towards music and like sports to me. And let's, let's talk about that for a minute is, uh, music, you know, for the most part is, it's a matter of the bedroom. And yeah. you're playing for an audience of one. You're, I mean, you're playing for yourself, and you're, you're trying to better yourself, and it's night in, night out. And, like, you may go months and months without seeing a whole lot of improvement. And the same effect to, like, if you're an artist, like, you're drawing and you're trying to get better at maybe, like, you want to be more detailed or, like, you're trying to get better at, like, a coloring scheme or, like, to broaden the color palette. And um, when, when you think about, like, the fight it is when it becomes, when it is to become an artist, you're in your own head. But when it comes to sports, and this is a thing that I don't understand the burnout, but I experienced the burnout of sports because sports is a camaraderie. Like you and I grew up playing baseball together, but dude, by tenth grade, I was, yeah. I was, I was done. I didn't care anymore. Mm-hmm. And like the camaraderie of it was like my classmates and like people I grew up playing baseball with was like, dude, come out, show up, play, just yeah. Dude, we'll never be able to do this again. And I was like, I don't care. Yeah. And then, like, the thing I did in my bedroom alone was the thing that I pursued the most. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's wild. And so, like, where's the burnout on that? Because, like, when you're surrounded, like, by your fellow man. Well, it, it, that's what I was going to say. Because, like, I look at, when you say baseball, I look at the reason that I was burnt out. And I hold no fault to anybody for it because I could have put more effort in myself. But I believe some of the coaching that we had, it mm. wasn't. It's all about what your where your drive comes from. Your drive has to know you in a way. Oh, that's sense. real. You know what I'm saying? That's your, real. Your drive has to know you. Because if your drive doesn't know you, it can push you too far. It can drive you the wrong way. It can push you off the road. So, like, I'm going to drive Char- uh, Carly. I'm going to drive her down that path the best I can. Mm. But when I see she's getting nervous. Kind of let off the gas. I'm going to let off a gas. And you know, I'm going to – what I'm going to do – and along with that is in her life is I'm going to let her make as many mistakes as possible as long as it's safe because I feel like that's the only way she's going to learn and I try to put that together with I couldn't music. imagine that dude I'm, I'm not a parent but like with what you're saying is like putting up those safe nets yeah it's like I'm going to let you fail but I'm not going to let you like detrimentally fail well what, what I wanted to know is like I love her like God loves me oh dude I want her. Oh, that's to know, a beautiful thing. I want her to know that no matter what she does, where she goes, how far away she gets, I'm still going to be there at to a certain point, and I'll always be there. And she just has to search for me sometimes when she gets too far off. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it's the same way with me in my life, like the where I've been, and I've went away so much, and went my own way where I, way I wanted to go. You know, when it was, you can go that way. Anybody can go that way, but I mean, I've done it. It's tough. Yeah, it's tough either way, though. Honestly, I mean now. I mean, if you if you try to live right, 
it seems like it, it, it makes it harder. And you, when you get to, when you get to knowing a certain, when you start having certain beliefs, uh, and they go against what you've been living, no matter what it be, the battle between the flesh and that, and the spirit of that, whatever it may be, can destroy a person. I was talking about this anomaly with, uh, and I don't think it's so much of an anomaly as like what I'm making it out to be, but it kind of ties into like what you're saying is uh, I've noticed a lot of people our age are, like, really disengaged when it comes to social media. Like, I don't see uh, people my age, like, you know, granted, if they're, like, if they're an artist, they're a musician, they're in a band, or, like, they have something yeah, cool something that they're going on, they share about it on social media. Yeah. Business. But, like, when it comes to the day-to-day, it's like, you remember, like, when social media first came out oh, and like we would like poop. yeah go yeah dude, yeah totally I like just 2012 dude it was like today was good i took a piss i just took 12 wipes yeah so, like i'm wiping a marker yeah dude i had a great night last night hope to do it again yeah yeah man and then like you you look at it today and i think it's to that aspect and like the anomaly of it to me is like uh i think i don't i don't know if it's so much that like our age group is like disengaged with social media. I think we're like we're more of like observers than we are like actual like interacting with it. That and possibly a, a big portion of them could be scared. Okay. Of, of reaction. Yeah. The reaction they could get. I know. And I used to be like that bad. Like I used to. Honestly, I used to lie just so that I wouldn't hurt people's feelings, and so that. And now I'm to the point where you can call me a butthole. That's fine. I'm fine with that. Mm-hmm. But I would rather be called that than me lie to you just so you'll like me. Oh, dude, I was catching up with a friend of mine last night. I hadn't seen him in a long time. And uh, when we caught up, the <laughs> it was the first time that we met. We met to do a podcast. Mm-hmm. And uh, we burnt the town down that night. And he took his uh, fiance out with us that night. And... She got out of the back seat of the truck, and like there was a little spillage out of the cooler or something, mm-hmm. and like her pants were wet. And uh, she asked him, "He's like, can you notice?" And he's like, "Oh no!" And she looked at me, and I was like, "Oh yeah, I can totally tell. It looks like you piss." <laughs> and she she looked at him. She's like, "What the hell?" Yeah, you know. And uh, we were talking about that, and like that wasn't the cause of like the breakup. And like, thank God for that that they they weren't married because it obviously wasn't going to work. Yeah. But uh, we were talking about that last night, and he was like, I thought a lot about that. And he was like, you're honest no matter what the cost. Mm. And I was like, dude, I learned a long time ago. It, w- it, it, is, it is a whole lot better just to be upfront and truthful, even if it hurts, to tell a partial truth yeah. or lie. Because when you start to lie, like, you literally need to keep a notebook to keep up with what you were doing. Yeah. A lot of people have told me that since I'm like that too now that uh, that I'm not I'm halfway going against my belief of being open to everyone in a sense that people will be afraid to approach me and I'm like it's the opposite it's the opposite because they know I'm gonna tell them what they There's need no to beers. hear you know what I'm saying like I'm gonna tell them what I think they need to hear yeah and to me that is being a better friend than anything oh absolutely and, that's and you know you know more than anybody that i'll tell you exactly what i think i mean that's the number one thing that's <laughs> i mean that's that's like you're one of my best friends you know it's yeah. like uh i often like fear like 
what you're going to say. It's like, I'm about to hear something that I don't want to hear, but yeah. I really need to hear. Yeah. You know what I mean? And you've done the same to me. So it's, yeah. And that's the reason our friendship has lasted, honestly. Yeah. Because like, there's been times where it's like, I don't even want to see him, but I know I need to. <laughs> I know I need to. <laughs> you know? It's kind of the cause of the night, right? Yeah. yeah. So I, I've moved, out, and to give you all a little context for those listening, it's like, uh, I, I'm not in Kennedy anymore. I, I've moved on. I'm in Starville now. And um, I don't know how for, for how long... I don't love the situation entirely, uh, but I'll tell you this: is I love Kennedy. I love being in Kennedy. This is it's where I grew up, and it's it's where my it's where my heart is. It's where my friends are, and I have friends everywhere. But like, it's home. And uh, what Dorothy say? Ain't no place like home. <laughs> yeah, same as uh, click your heels, buddy. But uh, like. When I moved down to Mobile to go study college, like, of all the friends I had growing up, I only had one person who would actually travel four hours south just to come see me. It was you. Yeah, I did it a couple times. And you did it more than a couple. Mm. And it like, was fun every time, too. Boy. Oh, dude, we had a blast. Every time. And, uh, you know, whenever I get too far away, like, whenever I feel, and I and I almost, like, feel estranged. And then, like, I get a phone call or a text from you, and it almost makes me feel like, oh, yeah, I'm back in the game now. Does that make sense? Yep. Mm-hmm. It's saying you do the same. I mean, it works. Universe works that way. Yeah. I think that it knows when I need to tell you something, and it knows when you need to tell me something. And the good thing is, is and I think where a lot of people mess up, is they don't react to that feeling. I'm I wish I'm gonna get him off. I wish that the world would enjoy licking their balls as, as much, much as my dog. Yeah, it's good. <laughs> I'm going to take this opportunity as well. Thank you. 
Cultural shock to me, I guess. As someone who didn't come from a place of culture such as Kennedy, but like when I moved down to like Mobile and like yeah, it's just Alabama. It's, it's not even that big of a deal. I had some culture shocks then, and like Starkville's not even that big of a deal. But like, it's a college town. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of culture it's, in it. There's a lot of culture, and like some of the things that I see, it kind of it kind of blows my mind a little bit, dude. Is like your like your reaction on how's the world got like this, or just the variety? Oh, it's like no, it's, it's just it's more of like the variety. It's like oh, wow, I've never seen that before. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then like, you, and you don't just see it once. You like you like see it a couple times a yeah, day, and you see it somewhere you don't normally yeah. see it. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, that well, I mean, it's like <laughs> in a sense, it's like when I'm at work, everybody's wearing uniforms. But when somebody comes through this tour and it's like sticking out like a sore thumb, it's <laughs> yeah. like, oh, oh, something's different. Yeah. <laughs> so I know I could relate. I could yeah. relate. Yeah, that's seeing, crazy. Seeing things that are different. What do you, what do you make of uh, like, uh, like a big topic, and let's dissect this. And I know like we're not going to agree on this, and it's fine. But um, do you believe, and I'm going to ask this question like forefront, and then we'll dive into it. But do you believe that we are here in the United States suffering from a cultural uh, degradation, like culture is degrading. Do you believe that? Because and what I mean by this is think about, like, media. You know, uh, the beautiful thing about America, and I still believe it, it is beautiful, is uh, our number one export for as long as that you and I have been alive was our culture. Like we would export our music, our movies, uh, you know, our mm-hmm. culture mm-hmm. to the world uh, for better or worse. And now that we're older, like all we have when it comes to movies, is like, and I'm not crapping on this. If you're a Fast and Furious fan, that's great. If you're a fan that's of like the Marvel able. universe, that's great. But like we're at Fast and Furious 10, and I don't know where you stand with, like, She-Hulk. I don't know, like, uh, we have a ring of power with Lord of the Rings that's not even so going slow. by canon. So slow. And, and like, it, it's just, like, culture degradation to where, like, can we have an original idea? Mm-hmm. Can we do something new? I see what you're saying. I don't know if it's a deprivation of culture, maybe. It may be that there's, could be, possibly that there's too many cultures trying to live together. Um, then that you pull from one pulls from the other, and brings them both down. Or it could be that the cultures we do have aren't unified within themselves, making it to where they're as strong as the weakest link. Okay. So I think that's what I think. About. I mean, well, let's take it deeper. Like, let's just think about like the gaming community. Mm-hmm. Is uh, I well name a game that's come out lately that isn't a brand that you haven't been playing for years already. It's tough. XO One is one. XO One. I mean, nothing popular. <laughs> yeah, it's like. Well, I mean, that's the thing, right? Yeah, it's, it's not, not popular. It's not popular. It's like it's like it's, indie it's games. A, it's not a Call of Duty. It's not Halo. Nah, it's not. It's, it's, it's indie game. Yeah. Like you know, but as far as like original, uh, the, all the original stuff is like independent people or small people 
Yeah. Honestly, they're the only ones that come up with a new idea. I seen a game earlier today that <laughs> you can't fit in there, kitty. I seen a game earlier today that I think the only thing you it's called Shipbreaker. And I think the only thing you do is float around in space and cut up like old ships and put the metal in a, a little container. Yeah. I've never heard of that. It's not very interesting. Yeah, but it's <laughs> but it's different. It's different. <laughs> and that might be more to that game. I mean, because games now are like 200 hours freaking long for the campaign <laughs> on some games. It's stupid. I think that's the thing about it. Like, just to think about, like, the culture of gaming. Like, you have Ubisoft or Bungie or uh, we could name the, the brands. And, like, so they have bit Bethesda, Blizzard. Bethesda. Bethesda, sure. That's the biggest one right yeah. now. And so, like, they have built up, like, this wealth. And so, like, they can afford to and – and I'm not crapping. Like, when it comes to video games, it's like, yeah, I'm kind of burnt out on Call of Duty. It's like, been there, done that. Like, Halo, been there, done that. Now, when a new Fallout kind of drops, it's like, I'm I'm not a gamer really anymore, but I kind of get a little excited about it, mm-hmm. even though I'm probably not going to play it. But uh, last one sucked. See, so. That's the thing, man. That's and, thing, and that's like, the thing about it is like they'll dump this ridiculous amount of money and like they'll make a 200 hour campaign mm-hmm. for not. But then like you have like this indie thing, like they're just trying to to make something to where maybe you'll like it. And yeah. like if you get into it and you invest into it, like yeah. and it, they'll they'll have more money to where they can do something really cool. Yeah, I think a lot of games have found a better way to connect the players than have good game content because if you think about it why do we play call of duty multiplayer like i play because i want to beat people yeah (laughs) i don't i don't play it for the graphics i don't play it for the guns necessarily i don't play it for characters that's nice and it's cool because it's a perk i can change it i can do i customize it how i want which makes it relatable to me it makes me me separate from all these other players that i'm trying to beat so i think a lot of game players a lot of gaming companies have found a, a good way of connecting players which is I mean, that's how you sell games. I mean, what's the, uh, it took the world by storm, it still does. Uh, you can, like, download the app on your phone and play it off your phone. What was that? It's it's available on, like, every platform. Oh, uh, Fortnite? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Fortnite. Yeah. Minecraft, even. Well, there's a bunch of them. A bunch of games are like that. Fortnite, Minecraft, Apex, Legends. I mean, I mean that those are very, like. You ever seen Apex? <sighs> Apex is like Fortnite and Call of Duty mixed. I've never. They've got like dragons flying through there. Like, that's it's, pretty dope. It's pretty crazy. Like, yeah, that's the only reason I downloaded it to see all that. <laughs> yeah, I don't really like playing it. <laughs> I but the it's got like a Borderlands type theme. Like oh, it's kind of cartoonish. Yeah, but it's realistic cartoony. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. So I mean, it's it's all right. It takes forever to, to like level up your person, but. Yeah, I, th- I think that's I th- honestly. I, I you I mean you know just as well. You, we've been gaming and been friends forever. I haven't ever been good at stuff, but like on call, especially Call of Duty. <laughs> what the hell? I I've never been good at anything. I haven't been good at stuff, so like I've had to like you know limp through <laughs> everything I've ever done. And but now, like I went Prestige earlier before you got here on Call oh, of Duty. Oh yeah, that's the first time I've ever done that ever in anything. See. I wanted to take a picture of it and get it printed out, yeah, put yeah. it on the wall. But I was like, "You're 32 years old. Shut <laughs> like, up. Like, what are you being proud of? This took you like, took you 20 years to do this. So what's to be proud of? Yeah. <laughs> but I'm I'm very. Uh, my wife says that I'm very self-critical, too critical to myself. I think that might be a detriment to it. Like, 
I haven't played like a shooter. I haven't played a whole lot of video games. Like I tried to get into like the uh, latest Dark Souls, the Elden Ring. Yeah, how was that? And uh, I really enjoyed it. Did you play it all? Did it all? It's a really long game. No, dude, I got uh, if if anyone that has played it, I got through the castle and I beat like the first like main boss. And then, like, the fire kind of died in with me. I think, like, my video game playing days are over. It's like, I'm not just, I'm not energized by We're going to energize you tonight after this podcast. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah, maybe that's what I mean. Because, like, you know, like. Well, that's what makes it fun. Yeah. Because if, I mean, now that I have this fiber internet, you know, it's, my gaming world's wide yeah. open. Yeah. And, but if I can go, if I go in there and I play, like, a week and I don't play with anybody I work with or something like that or somebody I know, my cousin. Like you can't I, talk I get, to you can't get, talk to Jack. Yeah, I can't. I get. I get bored with it, you know. And I'll. Go, I'll go. I won't play it four or five days, and then Lucas or somebody at work will be like, "Hey man, you want to play?" Or I'll say, "I'll tell them, hey, you want to play?" And that's what'll get me back going. But it's all about camaraderie, man. It's all. About Do you love. think like? I think like, uh, fantasy football is like bigger than with our age group I'm is in, bigger than gaming now I'm in four, I'm in four leagues see what I'm saying <laughs> I'm in you four saying? leagues but it ain't hard some people's like I ain't got time for all that but like, shut up dude you don't you, you don't, got time to take a crap you sit there for four or five minutes it takes 15 to set check four, this out four I've done fantasy football two seasons the first season I entered the league I did the draft I didn't even pay attention and I didn't make any changes, and I came in second place. And then the second time I played, I tried. See, that's what sucks about it. Like I tried, and I failed. Yeah. Like I came almost like dead last. That's what sucks about it, man, because a lot of people have learned that if you do auto-draft, you're going to get a good team. Yeah. Really good team. I mean, a pretty de- especially if it's a 10-man league, even a 12-man league, you ain't going to have a bad one. Go. Czar, get. Go. Come on, let's go eat. I'm going to go feed. All right. Come on, bro. Is this the end? What are we going to tell the family and the kids? What happened to all the promises that were made between me and this is just like, just like death. I remember the kid who protected his mother from his father's sins. What happened to him? Did he grow up? Just to be the same man he was fighting Cause this is just like This is just like Just like death Just like death Try to make it right You and me both day and night Try to try to make it right It never seems to be enough For you and me or anyone Maybe I just need to let you go Cause this is the end 
This is the end And it's just like death It's just like death It's just like death It's just like Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.